0: Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Well, the, the issue that uh, we are trying to get uh, out there and, and awareness, and that's why we were on the program this morning, and just on that, like, you know, in your area alone, we, in Wexford, like, we, we've helped over 40 families, and we set up the charity. And when I say we had families, what we noticed with, uh, on that journey with Kina was that basically the parents hadn't weren't spending enough time with their children in hospital. And when we looked at that, we we, we found out the answer. And the answer is they couldn't afford to be there. And th- that's an awful situation to be in for any family that, that has a child with a serious illness. And that's what differentiates us, I suppose, from some of the beautiful um, works that, that are happening in County Wexford, like Coney Angle and that. But what we do is we provide financial support for the non-medical expenses that families need while they're caring for a sick child. Yeah. And when I when I say non-medical, I would say very simply stuff like paying to put fuel in your car, uh, staying overnight in accommodation, uh, paying for, you know, day-to-day subsistence that you need for yourself and your child. And a huge thing uh, which might go over people's heads is that parking is, is terribly expensive, And these on their own are not huge issues for a short period of time. But if you just take our case in point, I mean, eight years of those costs, they are absolutely staggering. And since we've set up the charity, we've done some research. We did an academic report and we called it Too Dear to Visit. And basically, it's titled Too Dear to Visit because... As I said earlier, families are finding it too expensive to go and spend time in hospital. So what we do is we we have found out that a family, on average, will need net income of between ten and fifteen thousand euros to support that child. And and I suppose running alongside that, or in parallel, are then that the costs still exist at home, uh, mm-hmm. the mortgages. The, the, car, the, the, the car, you know, let's say your car bills, uh, your day-to-day household bills, like putting oil in, in the okay. tank and so forth. And more than that, there'll be other siblings, like we had another child, Colm. They need to be taken care of. So where is the money coming from that? So when you, when you add all that up, Alan, yeah. that becomes a serious problem. And again...
1: I know of people who've actually given up work. Look after yes, and I was just child. going to say that yeah. if, you,
0: if you just add that that piece to it, I'd say 70 to 80% of our applications, one of the parents finds themselves having to give up work. And in our case, my wife, Terry, actually stopped work. Lena was diagnosed on a Sunday afternoon, and Terry just didn't go back to work anymore from that Monday on because she had to take care of Lena. Right.
1: The way you've described it, the only thing I can compare to it is Ronald McDonald House with McDonald's. They have an initiative as well, don't they? So and there's needs for lots more initiatives like what you're discussing with me this morning, Brendan.
0: I I suppose what you have to go back, for people to spend time in Ronald McDonald, and it's a brilliant organisation, and we would know them very well. It's a short-term, immediate kind of uh, crisis kind of accommodation in the sense that You know, if you would take somebody like Kina again, and I could just use her to refer, is that usually these children, like this morning, Kleena was diagnosed on a Friday morning, just like this morning, right? No, I'm sorry. She went to school on a Friday morning. And by that Sunday, she was diagnosed with an inoperable brain tumor. We never knew she was even sick. So immediately, people can take care of your child in relation to accommodation and so forth. But when this turns into a long-term situation, then you're going to need support in relation to financial support from cleaners yeah. so most of the children that go to Temple Street, Crumlin and all these other places that you, that you mentioned they would be applying to us for the funding to be able to stay, to stay in these hospitals or stay in accommodation or being able to pay for those non-medical expenses that I, that I outlined and yeah. all those charities are, are, are superb and, and not at all but what we are saying is you need income you need monies to be able to go and do all of this and that's where we come in and you
1: you you've mentioned to me you've
0: helped 40 families in Wexford so far have you we we since we, we yeah we, we na- nationally we've helped um, almost 1200 families and just uh, in your area alone in Wexford 43 families to be exact yeah okay now, so they there are, there are people listening this morning who we would have supported directly to be able to give them that financial support to be able to pay for some of those items I just mentioned. And I guarantee you that everybody that's listening on your program this morning, that somebody in their, char- in their uh, community uh, or within the county will know one of these children. But what they won't know is they won't know the silence of these families that they're undergoing serious financial pressure. They've nowhere to turn. They've run out of options like max out credit cards, uh, lending money off institutions, maybe getting money from family members. But in our case, where, where families are spending, and it's hard to believe if There are parents in, in hospitals all around the country today, but primarily in the, the hospitals of excellence in Dublin, like, that go in on Monday and mightn't come out for months later, some years. Hard to believe it.
1: No, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's very much uh, something that I'm glad that we're, we're talking to you about today. I'm just also thinking, uh, Brendan, there could be somebody listening to us this morning and saying, that's me, that's that's us, uh, that's the way we are at the moment, uh, we have very little cash flow at the moment, I need to talk to Brendan. If there's some family listening to us at the moment who needs to pick up the phone or to email you straight away, confidence is key, how much detail do they have to give you, I mean, what's the, pr- the procedure, Brendan, if there's somebody listening to us right now who needs to contact you
0: yeah most and anybody that will contact us would probably be in a crisis situation so there's a very simple application it's a it's a one-page form it's very very easy to fill it out we act we ask the family or the, the parents of the family to forward that with a letter from the consultant saying this is my child this is their diagnosis and Did they have a life-limiting illness or a serious illness? Could you please provide them with financial support? And within four weeks of receiving that letter, we will have, uh, and sometimes shorter, we we meet once a month as a board. We have a voluntary board uh, of directors. And that's important as well, Alan. I always try to say that Terry and I are both voluntary. I'm the voluntary CEO um, in Cleaners Foundation. We do have three staff members. But our board, we have 11 board members. They're all voluntary as well. So we are an organisation where... When when people donate uh, to be able to help, say that family that's listening this morning, just so that everybody knows the money is going directly t- to this family.
1: Okay, let's look at some of the, the, the key points to run out for conversation with you this morning, Brendan. Yeah. If people want to donate money to you, uh, there are people out there who who uh, we have had them contact this program on many occasions on many different uh, issues. And a lot of them have made donations. We've had wonderful donations made anonymously by listeners to this show to causes like the cause that you are uh, supporting this morning. If there's somebody out there who would like to donate to you, how do they do that?
0: It's very easy. If you, if you jump onto our website, uh, um you'll get numerous ways of being able to donate. And people can donate, and some people may not be able to donate, but there may be skill sets out there are people that might be able to maybe, um, you know, grow the awareness of cleaners in, in down in, in Wexford, let's say, your listeners this morning, people that may say, look, I'd like to be able to help the, the, this charity. Is there something that I could do in my area to, to help to raise the awareness and at the end of the day your opening comment on the program is that we're trying to get a fund from the government to be able to give this directly to the families whether they give it to us, to give it to them or whether they distribute the fund directly to the families. That's what we need to fix here That's and that's really what the strategic document is. There's a lot of different objectives in the document but number one is that we've got to have sustainable long term right. funding so that we can look after these families and uh, that the, the, the academic report too dear dear to visit the recommendation that comes from that from Trinity is that a fund is set up by the government to look after these families and what people need to realise is we don't just look after the low or no income uh, families if you just take a regular family maybe with two salaries one of them is taken away now look what that's going to do to that family they could be In a very comfortable position today, but like us on on, on Sunday night, Monday morning, not being in that situation.
1: How much money, as a matter of interest, do you have to raise to cover assistance for even this year, the rest of this year? What do you need?
0: Yeah, well, look, the the numbers are increasing all the time. And as you mentioned there, if there is somebody looking for help, we've never refused anybody that meets the criteria. And that's a very simple criteria. So this year ahead, we, we need to raise, to fund our families, a minimum of half a million euros. Wow. So, yeah, and, and to be honest, that's just trying to help them a little bit um If you were trying to really get this sorted, you'd be talking about multiples of that but we we've started from a very small place, albeit almost now what, in our sixteenth year, yeah. but we, we we are starting to break through, and people are starting to recognize that this is a really big issue in the country and that it needs to be dealt with, and there's more and more applications coming in all the time, as I said. In, in 32 counties on the island, we, we, we help, we've we helped almost 1,200 families.
1: Thanks Brendan and thank you for talking to okay, us so and honestly and openly about uh, and, and also sharing the journey you were on with Cleaner but uh, just before we let you go uh, the all important yes. contact number and email address in case there, are, there is somebody who now needs to pick up the phone and ring you. Our website is
0: www.cleaners.ie yeah. Our uh, email address is info, I-N-F-O at cleaners.ie and if you want to contact me directly, my number is zero eight seven two five one eight nine four nine. So it's zero eight seven two five one eight nine four nine. And that's whether you need assistance or whether maybe you might want to assist us. So we'd love to hear from you. Southeast Radio's morning mix: chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran.